ready for a change in your life? Then welcome to Unfuck Your Life with trailblazing, sassy, and crazy redhead, Lisa Grunden. She cusses. She says the truth. She won't blow hot air up your skirts, ladies. Be ready to create a kick-ass life. And now, here is Unfuck Your Life with your hostess, Lisa Grunden. Unashamedly, unabashedly, unapologetically, unfuck with a ball. Unfuck with a ball. Can you hear that? Do you feel that? Wow. What an impact. What must that be like? I looked up this word on a fuck with a bull in the Urban Dictionary because, because, just because it's a delicious word. Oh, it's a delicious word. So anyway, hey, this is Lisa. We're in the Unfuck Your Life podcast, and we are going with Unfuck with a Bull because I decided just today that the book I have been working on for far too long I've never been happy with because I didn't give it this title. I didn't call it Unfuck With A Ball. And so that's what this is Unfuck With A Ball. When you are at peace and in touch with yourself and nothing, absolutely fucking nothing that anyone says or does bothers you. And no negativity, no trauma, no drama can touch you. That's what it feels like. That irresistible quality that is you, that deliciousness that is you, that unstoppableness that is you, badass, unfuckwithable. I saw this sentence. And it's the sentence it said, your girl just might be unfuck with a ball. And I looked at that and I'm like, hell yeah. And forget that. This girl might not just be unfuck with a ball. She is. You are already. It isn't something that you have to attain, that you have to strive for or anything like that. It's your birthright. It is your birthright. It came with you when you came home. Your mom, your dad, your grandparents, whoever just forgot to remind you. That's all. That's all because they had forgotten long ago about themselves. And let's just get into this juiciness and this feelingness of it because at first unfuckwithable can be like the biggest fuck you of all time that back off, bitch, hands off, all of that kind of stuff. And instead of all of that emotion and angst and everything else that has to rise up inside of us so that we can steal ourselves and that we can really be ready to defend against it all, it just is. It just comes from you because you own it in your mind, in your brain. You own it in your gut, your second brain, the source of all that is you, you own it in your heart. It's in your voice, in your throat. Way beyond the mind-body-spirit connection is your beautiful brain, mind-body, it's your beautiful heart, your heart song, it's your beautiful 
gut and it is your throat. And this is who you are because you choose it, because you claim it. You don't have to ask anyone's permission. You don't need to say, hey, do you think that I could be unfuckwithable? Absolutely. It is your right. You know what? You've made a lot of goddamn fucking mistakes in your life. I've made a lot of fucking mistakes in my life. And you know what? Mistakes are not like those those punishment things that we were taught where, oh, you shouldn't have made that mistake. Oh. And then 15 people have to tell you that you made that mistake and they continually penalize you for it. And 20 years later, you're reminded of a mistake that you were made when you were three, then you were 20, when you were 25. What? Everything you did was exactly perfect. Who the fuck cares what anyone else says? And let me tell you, if you don't know my story, I have a long history of a lot of goddamn people in line that were anxious to let me know everything I had ever done wrong because I hadn't done it according to their standards and their specifications. Guess what? Fuck that. That's the unfuckwithableness. The unfuckableness is the unfuckwithableness is that art that is you that presence that is you. It's your space. It's your physical presence. It is your mental mind. It is your emotional mind. It is your strength. It is your depth. It is your vulnerability. It is your weakness. What if none of those are wrong? You don't always have to be strong. You don't always have to be the best. You don't always have to work the hardest. You don't always have to make the most money. You don't always have to look the best. Any of that, that's simply because you own it, you taste it, you walk it, you know it. Unfuckwithable means that nobody messes with your head. Nobody messes with your energy. Nobody gets a say in who you are and what you stand for. Because you know what? Especially in this day and age, it isn't any different than it ever was. There's just so many fucking platforms for people to stand on where they can just shout their rhetoric and blast their bullyingness and say this shit in their brooms, in their private, or whatever. They get their own little stage. So the fuck what? Unfuck with a bull. From what we have seen in the tabloid press today, that there is no one who is untouchable from the haters, except they are untouchable because they don't let it in. That is the difference. They don't let it in. Not everybody is going to stand for what you stand for. Not everybody is going to like what you do. So what? And strength, unstoppableness is not running full out day after day after day, accomplishing the best, exhausting yourself, going beyond limits day after day after day. Are there moments? Absolutely. Are there times? Absolutely. There's rest. There's play. There's recharging. It's you being comfortable in this body that you have. It's you being comfortable in your heart. It's you being comfortable with your voice, your expression. It's in your mind. 
It's the at peace. Did you catch that in the definition? Let me read that definition again. I got this definition on Urban Dictionary. I just love Urban Dictionary. It's an adjective. When unfuckwithable, when you are at peace and in touch with yourself and nothing anyone says or does bothers you and no negativity or drama can touch you. Does it mean you never engage in drama and negativity? It doesn't have to. It also means that you touch on that less. Conversations can be more delicious. Art that is created, words that are written. You have so many tools at your disposal. And unfuck with the bull is also acknowledging all those other people that haven't claimed that for themselves. We don't have to feel sorry for them. We don't have to make them wrong. We don't have to make them right. We don't even have to acknowledge them, basically. We don't have to spend any more time with the mistakes of your past, the quote-unquote sins of your past, the highs from your past. The year I graduated from high school, I went to three high schools. My dad was in the military, so I had gone to three different high schools in two different states. And the year, the, the last high school I went was probably the most typical high school. However, from a military brat's point of view, it was the most untypical situation I had ever been in because these kids had grown up with each other from preschool, from kindergarten. And here I am coming in 11th grade. And I'm just like, wow, this is crazy. Everyone is white. Where's all that? Where's all the, where's all the diversification? Where is all the extra people? Where, where are the black kids, the Asian kids? Where, what's going on here? And how is, I don't even remember who I went to school with when I was in kindergarten or first grade or second grade, let alone still be at fucking war with them when I'm in high school, for God's sake. So, wow. It was a very different experience for me. And uh, so why did I bring this up? I brought this up because it, was my fr- it wasn't necessarily my first experience of jocks and cheerleaders and things like that, because every school, I'm part of that too, every school. I was a, a mascot in school for a long time between being a mascot, being in band. Oh my God, it was great. And interestingly enough, I didn't do those my last two years in high school when I went to the bigger school. I decided to work for a living, so I worked and went to school. Anyway, why I bring this up is there was an exponential number of suicides after that first year, before the first year had finished. And I'm thinking that for an exponential number, as it was somewhere in the 20s, it was a really big number. And yes, it's a, a class of 340 people. However, 20 people committing suicide in that time is quite a, a bit. And interesting enough, too, is that a lot of not a lot of them, all of them actually, that had done this were the big person on campus, so to speak. And when they went from being the big person on campus to the little fish in the pond, whether they're in a great big school and they're not with their friends that they've grown up with for forever, a lot of them decided to check out. And I'm not making this wrong and I'm not making this right. 
I'm not saying this of anything other than there is nothing or no one that can define you. There are still members of my family that would like to say, oh, Lisa, you've changed so much. You used to be. And I'm like, I've shut my mouth because I don't care to engage in those stories. And I, I don't really want to. I sat down at a funeral one time with a cousin of mine, and I thought, wow, we're going to have sit here and have a, a, a talk. And I had gotten married. I got married like four years before. And do you know what he wanted to talk about? He wanted to talk about why I had divorced my first husband, my ex-husband, first husband, ex-husband, practice husband, whatever you want to call him, all those years ago. And I'm losing track right now. I didn't write the number down. It was 20 some odd years before, 20 some odd, maybe even close to 30 years. We divorced in 1994. And it's a long time ago. And he was just so curious about that. And I'm like, wow. So he's stuck in, in, in a place that happened so long ago. And lots of times this is what happens is there is a, a moment that either traumatized us or paralyzed us for an instant or something that people want to remind us of. And it, it was an instant across a grand and glorious life, which is your life. And your life is made up of many moments. And in all of these moments, you shine in whatever way that is. And so you, when you came in, you knew you were unstoppable. You were unbelievable. This was going to be a fun and crazy ride. And fun and crazy can mean many things. In the world of Lisa, which is the world that I live in, fun and crazy is how I work. It's how I play. It's how I create. It's how I interact. It's, you know, and I've been there on those days when I didn't want to get out of bed because I didn't have any faith in myself or any faith in the human race or anything like that. The perpetual optimist was sitting here going, oh, I just can't face today. And there is that within you, that being at peace with who you are, your skin, your hair, your teeth, your smile, your body, your income, your intelligence, your job, your friends, being at peace with absolutely everything, being at peace that this is my life. And just like you grab the keys to your car, or you get on the bus, or you call an Uber, you go for a walk, you jump on your skateboard, hop on your bike, grab your motorcycle, whatever it is, you grab it and you seize it. Yes, I use that word seize. I love carpe diem seize the day, something I remember way back from, I think we learned that in middle school, because this is your day. And you are unstoppable. You are at peace with everything you've ever done, everything you ever will do, who you are in this moment, whether you're dressed to the nines or you got spit up all over yourself. You couldn't find any clean clothes as you got a wardrobe full of extensive clothes. You're at peace with yourself. As you look in the mirror, And you turn on the spark 
You acknowledge the spark in your eyes. Whether you can see or not see, you can see with your heart, you can see with your gut, you can see in your mind, and you can see with your voice. You can smell the sight. And you engage that spark in yourself that is your unfuckwithable nature, being so completely at peace with who you are and shining that light for the world because that's the magic, that's the spark, that's the sex, that's the sass, that's the invincibleness of it. And you go from, yeah, that girl just might be unfuckwithable with, hell yeah, this girl is fucking unfuckwithable. That's like really delicious and salacious, don't you think? It's exciting and it's fun because it's not this standard that you have to uphold. You don't always have to be on. You don't always have to be the best. You don't always have to go the farthest, the fastest. You don't have to have the perfect kids, the best guy, the right income, the best travel vacations. You don't have to be the perfect chef, have the perfect chef, the perfect schedule. None of that. It's at peace with you. Ah, that is delicious as hell. That is sexy as fuck. That is sass, class, and brass. Having a, some downtime, taking a little break. I'm enjoying a walk. And it doesn't matter who sees me, regardless of how I am dressed. Because you see, that spark that's inside of you, you've acknowledged it. That vulnerable aspect, that powerful aspect, that confident aspect. And you don't have to be anything for anyone at all. You are at peace with yourself. Unfuck with a ball. What is the secret? to unfuck with a ball? It's pretty simple. Are you ready? It's really simple. It's at peace with yourself. Can you feel that? Yeah. Does it give you some shivers down your spine a little bit, maybe? <sighs> that is all of you that is saying, Yes, I'll have that. Oh, I, I'm not sure how to do that. But wow, it's, it sounds exciting. It, it, it sounds juicy. It's sexy. It's what that must, what must that be like to just be so at peace with yourself that all of that, that noise is quiet. Does it mean you're never going to make a mistake? Hell no. If you don't make any mistakes, you're not moving forward. You're not doing anything. How else do you know if you don't make a mistake? It's like when I do art all the time, it's, ooh, I should, you know, that color with that color. <laughs> not so much. There's no, I shouldn't have done that as well. You know what? And then sometimes it's, oh, I like what happened there with that. No penalization. No victimization. No, I'm better than anyone else. It's that, that delicious, that power that comes from being more than okay. One of the very first self-help books that came out said, I'm okay, you're okay. I'm okay, you're okay. Wow. 
And then so many people said, oh, the word okay, it's this, that, that. It's just a bunch of fucking judgment. At peace with yourself. Your solitude, your courage, your mistake. Every time you stick your foot in your mouth, every time you shine really more brilliantly than everyone else, because you do. It is your right. We all do it. Do we shine more brilliantly all the time? No. Because you're living this wonderful, fabulous, messy life. You with your hot mess self and your gorgeous self and your unstoppable self and your unfuckwithable nature at peace. And then the real magic that happens with that is that people just feel that emanating from you. You feel it and you unconsciously give permission to other people to be at peace with themselves too. Not to have to put on airs, not to downgrade anyone else. You give people the same permission. You give people that same invitation to be at peace with themselves. That is something deliciously sexy. It's a conversation that I'm really interested in. You get to explore it through your art, through your writing, through your job, through your courage, through your teaching, through your training, just through your expression of living. I think I'll try that on today. I think today when I'm having my salad and meat and maybe a cupcake, I'll also try a dash of peace with myself. I'll get a, a sample of unfuckwithableness. I'll stop off and grab some courage. Oh, by the way, here's a nice big vat of vulnerability. And ooh, I wonder how much fun I can have with myself today deciding that I'm at peace with it all. And then there's all those fabulous people that say, oh, you can't be that because then you're going to be cruel. You're going to be abusive. I'm like, these words do not, they don't coexist. They don't operate the same. You get to look with better eyes than that, with a better heart than that, with a better mind than that, with a better spirit than that. And even better isn't even the right word to use. You get to use this at peace with is that, oh, beautiful ones. Just put down that heavy mantle of judging yourself because that's all those people that are saying all that shit out there. That's all they're doing is that through that glass of judging themselves and trying to make themselves feel better in a moment, it's a lot easier to make other people feel like shit. And oh, we give people that peace to be them, to be okay being them. Because see, it's about there's a vitality, a life force that goes with that, that words alone are not enough to express. And I know you've had moments of seeing that, of hearing that, whether you've personally witnessed it, maybe you saw it in a movie, you read it in a book, there was in a Facebook post, some other social media post, there was something where it's, ah. Oh. You tune in, tap in and turn on to that. That's so at peace, I'm okay, you're okay. I think his name was David Burns that wrote that book. I think that was who wrote that book. I had it, I never read it. I had it for many years. Unfuckwithable. So you with your gorgeous self, you with your fabulous food, you with your kids, your hot mess of a life, your hot deliciousness of a life, your hot fabulous moments of your life. 
and all of the tears and vulnerability. Embrace your unfuckwithable nature, completely okay with who you are. Yeah, that's a conversation I'm interested in having. So let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. What else you want to know about this? Because it's, oh, it's it's right here, right now. And yes, pen to paper, this is what the book is about. Not all the other crap that I was writing that just never felt right. Unfuck with a bull. Being bold and brash. And it's funny because people often think I'm bold and brash. And I guess I am. I'm just me. And um, owning that because I've been on many phone calls where I see lots of people that are, they're all about empowerment. They're all about all of that good stuff, embodiment, all of that. And they spend the first two minutes of their three minutes of time apologizing for, because their microphone didn't work, because they're late, because their hair's a mess. And this is not blaming them. This is not penalizing them in any way. This is just the invitation for all of us that we are a big, hot fucking mess. And isn't that delicious? Ah, I love mess. Sometimes I deliberately mess up my hair. The best art for me is created in a mess. And you, my friends, volcanoes, the, the earth was created in a great big bang, a huge hot mess. Birth is like that. Life is like that. Let's embrace our mess. And there's so many messages that stand out there because that's where the peace is being okay with all the messiness of life, all the sights and the sounds and the smells and all that crap that goes with it. That is your unfuckwithable mess. So let's get the conversation more than started. I'm Lisa. This is Unfuck Unfuck Your Life, and you are unfuckwithable. See you soon. You have fun. You feel empowered. You feel that confidence. Unfuck Your Life podcast is to help you grow your current self-worth to maximum confidence. So listen, subscribe, share, and get ready to have a kick-ass life. Interested in learning more about Lisa? Go to lisagrunden.com. L-I-S-A-G-R-U-N-D-E-N.com.